0: Caring too much about ourselves and too little about Jesus. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Friday morning, my friends. Uh, We're finishing up a week, and we are continuing to move on in Luke chapter 22. Today we're going to be in verses 24 through thirty. And we're still in the upper room at the Last Supper with Jesus and his disciples. And there are a number of conversations that take place while they're in that room together celebrating the Passover. And we're moving on today into another one of those conversations between Jesus and his disciples. And in today's conversation, they get caught up in a, a bit of a controversy about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom of God. And Jesus reminds them that greatness in the kingdom looks different than greatness in the world. Uh, Worldly greatness is centered around achievement, power, money, success, and all of the outward signs and symbols of worldly achievement, uh, all the accoutrements of making it in this life. But uh, greatness in the kingdom uh, is largely uh, invisible in the sense that the great and the kingdom are those who serve. And Jesus said to his disciples uh, in one of the Gospels uh, that the Son of Man came to serve, not to be served, and that they should model uh, the same attitude uh, in their living and in their uh, following Jesus. So when we follow after our Lord Christ, we follow his example, and we embrace the things that are important to him. And Jesus came as a servant and calls us also to live as servants. Uh, But this uh, conversation is an interesting one, and there's a lot to unpack here. So let's uh, prepare to study by going to the Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for your faithful love seeing us through another week. And Lord, we're ready for some rest, and uh, we're ready to uh, recuperate from the busy work week and the stressful weather, and just uh, rest in you this weekend. And we thank you for the weekend, and we thank you for the opportunity that that presents for us to just rest in you. Father, um, we pray today uh, that you would lead and guide us through your word, that your Holy Spirit would come alongside of us to teach, instruct, Uh, to open new insight and understanding into your word as we uh, read and reflect on it today. We thank you so much for your presence with us. Uh, We are so grateful for all that you are, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, this is Luke 22, verses uh, 24 through 30. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest, and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greatest? The one who is at the table with the one who serves. Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you a kingdom, just as my Father conferred on me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Now, uh, this is an interesting conversation, and it's very human on a certain level. Uh, I get any group of uh, junior high boys together talking about their sports or video games and all of them is the greatest at something that they do. (laughs) They're not afraid to tell you. Um, And that's kind of what's going on here. This is kind of like a junior high conversation. Here are these grown men who have been following Jesus and watching his example and yet they're still arguing about who's going to be the greatest among them and Jesus says uh you know guys look around at how the world operates um that's not what it's to be like uh between you uh worldly greatness is not um what we're after uh the 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 greatness that you seek is uh found Uh, When you bow low and serve, and uh, greatness in my kingdom looks very different than worldly greatness. Uh, You're not to be like uh, people in the world. Uh, He says the greatest among you should be like the youngest. Now you'll remember uh, one of the teachings in this gospel where Jesus invites uh, the children to come to him. And the disciples try to stop people from bringing their children. And Jesus uh, says, no, don't stop them. Uh, if you can't come to me like a little child, uh, you can't come to me at all. You have to come with this attitude. And so Jesus reiterates that that idea there, too, that uh, the greatest in the kingdom should be like the youngest. Innocent and trusting and loving and kind. And uh, just like children, uh, when they're young, they're so innocent and they're uh, willing to trust the special adults in their lives who have been put in their lives to protect them and lead them. Uh, And he says, and the one who rules like the one who serves. And so if you're going to be great in the kingdom, uh, you have to model uh, the attitude of the greatest one in the kingdom, and that's him. He says, for who is greatest, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? (laughs) And we know that Jesus is greatest in the kingdom, and he is the one serving. Uh, There's a beautiful instance in John's Gospel where Jesus dons uh, the attire of a servant and bows at the feet of his disciples and washes their feet uh, to model the example of Christ-like servanthood um, and uh, compassionate Servanthood that he wanted his disciples to model in their earthly ministry after he would be gone. Uh, and they couldn't handle it. Peter especially said, Lord, no, don't wash my feet. And Jesus says, unless I wash your feet, Peter, you have no part in me. And so he was modeling the same attitude of service to them in that instance as well. Um, he says, is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you. As one who serves, and so from an earthly perspective, kings don't move from their positions of power at banquets or uh, when they're holding court. They're the one in the uh, in the, the throne of power, and Jesus says, uh, "In the kingdom of God, the greatest among us serve," and that's exactly what he models. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, he says, and I confer on you a kingdom just as my Father conferred one on me. Um, when a kingdom is conferred on you, it is it is given as a gift. You're invited into it and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, the kingdom is given to you. It's conferred on you. Uh, that means that it wasn't a kingdom that you built. It was a kingdom that someone is giving you. And in this instance... When the kingdom of God is conferred on you, you're being welcomed into it. uh, Not on the basis of your own merit, but on the basis of God's generous, uh, ridiculously generous heart. And so we're being conferred into the kingdom of God. Uh, We're not doing anything to earn our right to be there. Uh, So that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, he says, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. So Jesus already had it in mind for his disciples to have special positions in the kingdom. Um, And so uh, he wanted them at his table and he wanted them sitting on thrones and he's giving them special authority um, to judge the 12 tribes of Israel. And so uh, the power they seek has already been conferred on them on the basis of the relationship they have with the master who serves. My friends, the same is true for us. We are members of a kingdom that's been conferred on us, and we have been given places in that kingdom on the basis of the Master's love for us, not on the basis of anything that we've done or anything that we could do. And so let's kind of rest in that truth. Let's rest in that reality that we're members of the kingdom on the basis of His ridiculously generous heart and inviting us and conferring it on us. Um, Because we... Proclaim Him and love Him and follow Him. He identifies us as one of His own. And so we can rest in that. Um, Let's put the petty things behind us. Let's stop seeking greatness in worldly terms. And let's start seeking uh, greatness in heavenly terms by bowing low and serving like Jesus. And maybe this weekend will open some opportunities for you to practice serving others around you in quiet, Christ-like ways and by doing so, modeling an example for them of the love of Jesus that might attract them also to see him for who he is and to be welcomed in to his kingdom. All right, my friends, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to study, and I pray that God will continue to impress these words on your hearts as you consider them today. God bless.